It's been a privilege to have you join us for this time of ministry. To find more Passion Church resources or to make a donation online, visit www.passionchurch.tv. Remember, you can't live without passion. Usually very little attention paid to the wrappings of Christmas presents. I mean, even if you spend a lot of extra time, have you ever done this? Like really tried to do it right? I'm talking like really do it right. Where the, the, the bow and the wrapper actually match. And like where you get all the corners tucked just right and the seams are precise and it's perfectly straight. Have you ever noticed that? You done that before? I've done that before, and I've noticed this, that nobody pays that much attention to the wrappings because they're too excited about getting to the contents, right? We spend all this time and energy and effort. Sometimes if you're really, like, going out there, you go and spend a little extra money and have somebody that knows how to wrap, uh, wrap your gift, and we don't pay any attention to it. But what I want us to do is over the course of the next few weeks during this Christmas season, I want us to reconsider what the content was wrapped in. So this morning, just a couple passages of scripture. We're not going to take long, but I want you to listen to this. Matthew chapter 1, beginning in verse 20, says this. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. And all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. And then in John chapter 1, in verse 14, I love the message translation of this. It says this, the word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. We saw the glory with our own eyes, the one-of-a-kind glory, like father, like son, generous inside and out, true from start to finish. And I just want to say to you this morning as we enter our Christmas season that it is important for us to remember and to realize and to recognize this. Jesus was wrapped in humanity. We know that Jesus was God. But we must also understand that Jesus was wrapped in humanity because he could only be God with us if he was God in us. In fact, I want to say this to you this morning that one of the most profound statements ever made about Jesus was the one I just read to you, which says that, that God himself becomes flesh. See, if this is what I recognize is that if he hadn't become flesh, he could have never moved into our neighborhood. Because if he's only God, if he's only God, we cannot relate to him. But if he's only man, he can't save us. But because he's God and mixed, a man perfectly mixed, then what we have is we have a God that is with us and a God that is for us. And, and this is what we do. As, as we begin to read the story of Jesus, we have this tendency to push past 
the wrappings to get to the content. And the content that we see as we begin to push past is we see all these miracles that he did. And we get sidetracked by all the miracles and we may have missed the greatest miracle. Because the greatest miracle is that he became like us to save us. Which means this, he was wrapped in the same skin with the same aches and the same pains and the same emotions and the same imperfect flawed package that we're wrapped in. He was wrapped in humanity. We, we tend to push past those wrappings to get to the God side of Jesus. And, it, and, and, and what I want you to do is, during this Christmas season, I want you to also remember, yes, he was God, but he was also man. And so what does that mean? The fact that he was wrapped in flesh. You know what that means? It means this. He became angry. He became hungry. He becomes tired. He's wrapped in flesh, so he weeps. He, he sweats. He obeys his parents. Word. He, uh, uh, he scares and worries his parents. You remember? Because he was made with flesh. He is moved by compassion, so he feels, so he bleeds, so he stumbles under the weight of his own cross, so he thirsts. So he thinks of his mother. So he feels betrayal. So he feels abandonment. He is wrapped in flesh. He was like us. So the writer of the Hebrew, uh, the book of Hebrews says it like this, maybe the best. He says, we don't have a high priest who cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities. And many of you will go through Christmas thinking about Jesus as God and miss the fact that he can feel what you feel as human because he was wrapped in flesh. The pain that you feel during Christmas, and many of us do, he understands that feeling. The sadness that you may feel during the season of Christmas because of loss, he understands what that feels like. When families don't go right at Christmas time, and it's World War III around the dinner table, he understands what that feels like. Not because he was just God, but because he was man as well. He was wrapped in skin. His, and, and, and I need you to understand this too. His fleshiness does not decrease my worship. In fact, his fleshiness increases my belief in a fact that a God who loved me so much that he was willing to do anything he had to do to reach me, which means he had to send his only son and wrap him like we're wrapped so that he could show the depth and the length that he would go to to reach me. He loved me so much that he becomes like me. God inside, man outside. Savior wrapped in skin, the divine shrouded in derma, we should be thankful for the wrappings. On a side note, I've come to realize this fact that God must think this concept worked because he continues to use the same method in that, same methods now. In fact, I want to say this to you, and I hope you get this. God is into regifting. Think about this now. God originally sends Jesus wrapped in skin, and now he rewraps the gift of the Savior. How? In skin. That's how he rewraps Jesus all the time, is in skin. Our skin. In fact, I, I, I need you to understand this season, this Christmas season, that God sends Jesus to those around us by sending Jesus in us. He's rewrapped in skin. Our skin. So Paul declares this in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, beginning of verse 7. He makes this statement. Listen very carefully. It says, if you only look at us 
you might well miss the brightness. We carry this precious message around in the unadorned clay pots of our ordinary lives. That's to prevent anyone from confusing God's incomparable power with us. As it is, there's no, not much chance of that. You know for yourselves that we are not much to look at. I know you may need counseling now that I read that to you, but Paul says that God rewraps Jesus in us so that they will see the Jesus in us. And he goes on and he says, we've been surrounded and, and battered by troubles, but we're not demoralized. We're not sure what to do, but we know that God knows what to do. We've become, we, we, we've uh, been spiritually terrorized, but God hasn't left our side. We've been thrown down, but we haven't broken. What they did to Jesus, they do to us. Trial and torture, mockery and murder. What Jesus did among them, he does in us. He lives. Our lives are at constant risk for Jesus' sake, which makes Jesus' life all the more evident in us. While we're going through the worst, you're getting in on the best. Isn't it interesting? It's interesting to me that the enemy tries to get us to spend all of our attention on our wrappings so that we won't focus on the content. So we spend all of our time trying to make sure we look right, and we dress right, and we smell right, and we drive right, and we live right, and we buy right, and we get all distracted by the wrappings. And Paul said, the reason that God rewraps Jesus in us is because he recognizes you'll never get the wrappings perfect. That's intentional. So that they push past you to get to him. So this morning, what I want to do is say to you that that we need to realize again at Christmas that Jesus is wrapped up in us. There was a recent survey done uh, just a few years ago that, that revealed that 83% of Americans don't mind receiving a re-gifted gift. Think about that. I just helped some of y'all on your shopping budget right now for this Christmas. 83% say they don't mind receiving a re-gifted gift. And so what I, I want to encourage you this morning is this, is that, that we need to re-gift the greatest gift this season. Wrapped in our skin, we have the privilege and the opportunity and the chance, catch this wordplay, to represent, to represent Jesus. So as you are living through this Christmas season, and people are coming into contact with you, you have an obligation and a mandate and a mission. You are literally tasked with representing Jesus by how we are and by how we interact and by how we treat people. Do you want them to notice your wrappings or do you want them to notice your content? My prayer this Christmas season, as we begin over the next three weeks to talk about the wrappings that Jesus was wrapped in, that we will understand that we have this ability to share Jesus because he's in us. He was wrapped in humanity so that people could relate to him. And now he's wrapped in humanity again so that people can see him. And I just challenge you on this as we begin a Christmas season and we're ramping up rapidly. 
And before you know it, they'll have like Easter Bunny stuff on the shelves, like next week or the week after, that we stop long enough to allow people to see past all the trappings and wrappings and see Him. Would you bow your head with me this morning? Father, this morning I know that most, but probably not all in this room, most of us have had an encounter with Jesus. And so now, deep inside of us, in spite of our imperfections and our flaws and our issues, Jesus lives in us. He's Emmanuel. He is God not only with us, He is God in us and He's God for us. I pray that those of us that know your son Jesus, those of us that are in relationship with him, my prayer is that we would do a much better job this Christmas season of representing the greatest gift that we've ever been given. I pray that as we have uh, interactions with family members that we may only see once or twice a year, as we have interactions with neighbors that we don't regularly talk to, as we have interactions at work, and as people's attentions are so distracted by all the trappings and wrappings of Christmas, I pray that we would allow this treasure, this precious message that is inside of us to resurface. And I pray that they would draw their attention to the one who gave his life felt the pain of the cross for us. Help us to do a better job of wrapping you in skin. May we become Jesus with skin on everywhere we go. I ask you to help us with that in Jesus' name. Every head bowed, every eye closed, we would be remiss this morning if we didn't offer you the greatest gift. Hopefully during our time this morning of just eating together, laughing together, and singing together, all of those things, my prayer is that somehow in all of that you recognize if you don't know Jesus that you can't find this kind of family except for being connected at a blood level. The blood of Jesus connects us as family. And when you bow your heart and give your life to Jesus, you are grafted in, you are adopted into this family. And then you can experience what we experience, which is love mercy and grace. If you're here this morning, you say, Steve, I do not know Jesus as my Savior, and I want to submit my heart and life to Him. I want to have the greatest gift deposited in me. We will not embarrass you. We're not about that here. We will not embarrass you. We simply want to be able to pray intelligently and put materials in your hands to help you on your journey. If that's you, would you quickly just raise your hand? You can pull it right back down. There's one. Anybody else that would say, I need Jesus this morning. I want to submit my life to Him. Family, can we pray this together? Jesus, we submit our lives to you. We recognize that you were God, but you were also man. That you came and you died. You were buried. You rose again on the third day so that we can have relationship with the Father. We accept the gift of salvation this morning. Live inside us. Wrap yourself in us. Help us to live for you. To share you. To give you to others. We'll give you glory in Jesus' name. Father, this morning I'm praying for all of us that that would be our prayer. That you give us the opportunity to share you. Father, we'll quickly and consistently 
give you praise. And I pray for this group of family members today that we wouldn't be so caught up in the wrappings that we don't let people see you. Pray that you'd help us with that. In Jesus' name. And everybody said. It's been a privilege to have you join us for this time of ministry. To find more Passion Church resources or to make a donation online, visit www.passionchurch.tv. Remember, you can't live without passion.